I'm not Googling Grundle. Huh, do it. Safe search off. According to Urban Dictionary, Grundle is another word for Chad. Dude, virgin tip versus Chad perineum. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm happy to be here. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back to another episode of WTF Are You Talking About? Yay. Yay. It's been a minute. How have you guys been? I'm good. Never better. Never better. I'm Emma, and I am joined as ever by my wonderful co-hosts, Ryan. Hello. And Gabby. And I'm writing a book about the satanic We have another great show lined up for you today. We have missed spending time with you. We've got some fun things on the docket, including an extra long version of Am I the Asshole? XL. And then we're heading into Wiki Arena, where the two previous losers of the game will go head to head and see who is the biggest loser. It's a classic reality show from the early 2000s. Dude, I watched a video essay about the biggest loser the other day. That shit is awful. Yeah, pretty messed up. I never saw it. Genuinely I, terrible. Yeah. Thank you for joining us once again. We're excited to have you here. Let's get into the show. Welcome back, everyone, to our bread and butter segment, Am I the Asshole? As usual, we'll be going down the rabbit hole on Reddit to look at Am I the Asshole stories to determine who's the asshole, who's not the asshole, and who's going crazy over a wedding for absolutely no reason. Everyone. It's us. It's us. (laughs) We we are are the ones. (laughs) Now, here's what I want to know, guys, and be honest with me. Yeah. Am I the asshole for not wanting my boyfriend to buy a Nazi coin? Oh. (laughs) I didn't realize we were jumping right into... Yeah. Heavy town. Into Nazis. My boyfriend has relatively recently begun collecting coins. He's interested in history and has started buying coins from all over the place and of historical time periods he finds interesting, but recently has been interested in buying a coin from Nazi Germany, swastika and all. When he told me this, I took immediate opposition to the idea, saying I don't want any Nazi memorabilia in the house. We live together. He says he won't get the coin unless I give the okay because of how uncomfortable it makes me, but keeps asking me to explain my reasoning. His argument is the following. The coin would be bought online from a coin shop in Germany, not from a neo-Nazi hoarder who would profit off Nazi memorabilia selling. World War II is a significant historical time period, including all the involved countries. He is not a Nazi, nor does he support or believe in any of the Nazi ideology. He likes coins. My response is that I don't like the idea. People still do harm today in the name of the Nazis, and I don't want anything to do with that in our house. He won't get it until I give the okay, but I'm not sure I'll ever give the okay. Am I the asshole for stopping him expanding his new collection in this particular direction? What do you guys think? That is really interesting. I think first I want to hear what you think as a Jewish person. I was going to say, I was like, I want to, I want to throw it to you first, Ryan. It's very interesting. I think that I believe him when he says he's not a Nazi. You know, I don't think he's came up with this long con of I'm going to start collecting coins from a whole period (laughs) of history. In order to get the memorabilia. Exactly. Like I, I, I do believe that he's not actually Nazi and just think it's a cool piece of history. And he's right. I actually think that I personally would probably not have a problem with this because it is a piece of history. And if you go to museums, I've never been to museums in Germany, but if you go to museums across the world on World War II, there is for lack of a better word, Nazi memorabilia, or or I think artifacts in this case is a better way of describing them. I don't have a huge problem with him wanting one. She does make a good point. If he's displaying his collection to anyone, you might get questions. Maybe keep that one in a box away from the general audience, because I think not everyone's going to be all right with it. Yeah. And maybe watch 21 Jump Street. I heard Jonah Hill has a really strong (laughs) impact on people. 
Yeah, Jonah Hill. Um, honestly, if Jonah Hill says it's okay, then yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was. I kind of went through a roller coaster of emotions listening to this one. Like, no, he's just someone really into coins. It does not sound like this guy is doing it for malicious intent. And I also do think, like, he is. I mean, he said that he's not going to get one because his girlfriend is like, I'm uncomfortable with having that in the house. And so my initial reaction was, no assholes here. He's not wanting the coin for asshole behavior and also is like fully taking on why someone else is upset with it, which I think is good. Yeah. Does that make like, yeah. And yeah, I mean, to Ryan's point also, like I was in Berlin this year and I went to the, um, the Jewish museum there and like, yeah, there's, you know, some Nazi things like, you know, this is a piece of history. So if you're a historical coin collector, that's probably very cool. But yeah, I don't know. I think he he's not like pushing back on it and being like a dick about it. So I think I don't I think no assholes here is my is where I'm landing. That's where I was leaning towards as well. I can understand why he would want to have it. To me, it's and let me know what you guys think. To me, it feels different than if he was like, yeah, I want a Nazi uniform. A coin, it's 100%. currency. You know? Sure, sure. And as a giant nerd, I actually find the history of currency extremely fascinating. You can kind of chart the power and influence that different countries and organizations have in different regions by what currency is being used, right? You know, yeah. the, the rise and fall of the value yeah, yeah. of currency charts rise and fall of the power of nation states. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. So I can understand why he would want to own it. At the same time, I can understand why she's like, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. It is kind of in poor taste. Yeah, and yeah, like, like, I wouldn't want it in my house either. Yeah, how do you guys feel about he keeps asking me to explain my reasoning? I think she can just be like, it makes me uncomfortable, and that can be the end of it. I agree with that. However, he is a historical coin collector, so he's <laughs> perhaps a reply guy. You know what I mean? He's he's looking for the debate. He's looking for the discussion. Yeah, that is true. That's not what we're here to judge him on, No, unfortunately. I, I didn't think about this either, but when they were like, he wants to get it from another coin collector, not a neo-Nazi who like hoards this stuff because he doesn't want to give them money. I never even considered that angle. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting as well. I also didn't just because I don't know. I guess I didn't think that a neo-Nazi who collected all this stuff would be selling it. Absolutely. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't they want it? They absolutely I, would. I, I guess I'm not really in tune with the minds of neo-Nazis, <laughs> which is it. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Look, I guess. You're not. I'm not in tune with the minds of neo-Nazis either, but I do know some people who play Warhammer. So <laughs> I can tell you, people will sell stuff even if it matters a lot to them. Yeah. Interesting. You know what matters a lot to people? Money. Um, exactly. Because- Money can be anything. It can even be more Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> it can even be coins. <laughs> oh my, a, a coin can be money if you put your mind yeah. to it. We've lost the plot. What's no. Up, guys? Okay. I think no assholes here. I think if he continues to ask and like pressure about it and be like, so when are you going to change your mind on this and stuff, then you are entering into asshole territory, my good sir. But just wanting to know, yeah, it seems like he's sort of like a nerd buff Mm -hmm. around this kind of stuff. There is no harm in just wanting to know. And he did listen to like his girlfriend and is like, no, okay, I I won't do it then, which is good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to land on no assholes here. Reddit said not the asshole. They're labeling the boyfriend the asshole. Interesting. Okay. The discussion in the comments, I think, was pretty interesting. And the big place that they went to that I think we didn't, and I certainly didn't pop into my mind, is that sort of regardless of whether or not you are buying from a neo-Nazi, and also, this is sort of tangentially related, it kind of became clear that there's no way he could really prove that it wasn't a neo-Nazi. The site he was buying from was actually sort of just like a coin collector's version of eBay. Mm. But definitely the site was not neo-Nazi. You could get any coin on there, but you couldn't really, I mean, you'd have to do a lot of work Then it might not even be possible to prove it. It's just like a guy, right? Yeah. But what people were saying in the comments 
is that buying it regardless of where you buy it from is in a sense driving demand for Nazi products. Sure. That's true. I totally get that. Like voting with the dollar sort of stuff. Right, right. Which is an interesting approach. And there were some people in the comments who just were saying history is important. Yes. But in buying this, you're, you're driving demand for other sort of artifacts of this dubious moral nature. Uh-huh. I don't know how much I agree with that sentiment, but it is interesting as just like buying it in itself is an immoral act because no matter where you're getting it from, it's increasing the value of all the other on yeah. the market. I get yeah. what they're saying there. I think it's a little harder pressed to say that about like vintage memorabilia stuff where like it's not in production. He's not going to, you know, big, big Nazi coin isn't going to see his purchase and say, oh, we got to <laughs> get the presses going. Big Reich. Yeah. I oh, mean, my God. Um, no. Because <laughs> I don't know. You hear stuff about that a lot when it comes to sustainability with like voting with your dollar and stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but 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 yeah, it's it's a bit harder when it's stuff that's not in production anymore. I totally get where they're coming from, though. Yeah, I think it's definitely an argument to at least consider before making your purchase. I don't think he's necessarily an asshole, though. No, I still don't know if that makes him the asshole. And because also I don't want to like project onto this man, but it sounds like maybe if that was explained to him, then like, like he seems like he's taking all of this on. Yeah. And he's like, I'm yeah. And so maybe he just didn't realize that. So the other two viewpoints in the comments, one we echoed here, which is that like, Hey, you, you don't really need to justify yourself. You should, he should be fine with you just saying it's uncomfortable and that being yeah. the end of story. That's, which my, is that's my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And then the other viewpoint in the comments is a similar no assholes here perspective of yeah it's a weird thing for him to want he's very reasonable that you don't want him to have it but we're not going to call the man a nazi for for buying an artifact yeah and it seems like he's genuinely open to critique right because like he's asking like why does this make you uncomfortable so i i think no assholes i'm yeah I, it didn't it didn't sway me i'm still landing on no assholes here. i'm down with that cool. you're down with the kids absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Mine is, um, I guess we're on like a German theme today. Mine doesn't have to do with Nazis at all. Cool. Nice. Let's get into it. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I just saw this man's username. Go on. <laughs> Am I the asshole because I made two schnitzels instead of four? Posted <laughs> by Schnitzel Man. Am I the asshole? Oh, <laughs> Schnitzel Man. Schnitzel Man. Dude, I could go for a schnitzel right now. I'm not going to lie. Dude. I had, when I was in Austria, I had a veggie schnitzel burger and it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. I got lunch on Friday with Gabby and I got a chicken schnitzel with Parmesan and marinara. That's just a chicken Parmesan. It's not a chicken schnitzel, with, but like, what are you doing? But That's you already liked it. a meal. Well, no, I mean, I got it. It was delicious, but it was just <laughs> named stupidly. It was nice. Reasonably priced too. Am I the asshole? Because I made two schnitzels instead of four. I'm living with my girlfriend. I'm in academia and usually work from home. She has an office job at the bank. On Friday, I was home and got a text from her saying she would come home later than her usual 6 p.m. because it was raining cats and dogs. The office is 10 minutes away from our place by foot, but there was a sudden strong storm, thunder, lightning, etc., and lots of people were stuck in the building. I continued working on my very important stuff and made dinner. The pack had four schnitzels and I fried two of them and ate them. I didn't see any point in frying more because they would have gotten cold by the time she came back. She came home a little after 7 p.m. and she was very upset that I didn't make her dinner and didn't wash the frying pan so she could fry hers. I was still eating and I was going to wash it afterwards. She ordered food for herself, which took an hour to arrive, much longer than frying two schnitzels. I asked her if I could take a bite, too, and she was so (laughs) mad she didn't allow me to. Am I the asshole? Okay. 
is schnitzel man the asshole. This is a classic story of hanger. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> where it's like, is she justified? Kind of like maybe in like being frustrated. I think she just was like, look, I don't want to take care of this. I just want to eat, which is why like ordering feels easier than like spending 30 seconds to cook a schnitzel. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it sounds like a hangry response unless she orders food <laughs> and he has the nerve to ask for a bite. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? I don't think he's the asshole for making two schnitzels instead of four. And I don't even really think he's the asshole for any of his behavior here. It was a ballsy play to ask for a bite. Yeah. <laughs> The bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. That really just feels like the cherry on top. Yeah. Also, and I'm saying this is someone who sometimes needs a nudge in the right direction. Clean the frying pan. I think he should have cleaned the frying pan. That would have de-escalated the hanger situation on her entry, I think. That is true, but I can see him being like, well, she'll make two more when she gets home. So, like, I'll just leave it out. Also fair. I, just on the note of the frying pan, I'm actually kind of pro. One, I... I'm someone who I'm like, I don't wash the dishes until after I'm done eating. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, he was still eating. He was going to wash it afterwards. He said he didn't know when she was going to come home. But also, and like, I don't really fry foods that often. So you do it more often. Oh, yeah. Can you enlighten me? She was also making schnitzels. Did it need to be washed before? I've not made schnitzel before. Probably it did not. No. Making two schnitzels will not ruin cooking oil. Yeah. yeah. But I could see her coming home after a long day work. Long day work. A That's long, day, long of work, day work. A long work day. Sure. There we go. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> and she sees her boyfriend chowing down. He made her no food. He left a mess. Do I think he's in the wrong? No. But I can see where she's coming from <laughs> that, like, this is a frustrating situation. Is it a no assholes here? Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to get, they need a snack bin. There yes. does need to be a snack bin. Get some pretzels, get some granola bars. Yeah. Be equipped so that when she's feeling a little hangry, she gets some snackies. Yeah. So you got to have the pre-dinner post-work snack, the snack while you're cooking, because otherwise oh, sure. you're so hungry. Yeah. Anytime I cook something with cheese, while I'm cooking, I'm just cutting slices of cheese, man. The cheese tax, the cheese tax. You got to pay the cheese tax every, every time, time you're cooking. When the cheese comes out, this puppy comes looking. Is this... <laughs> So this is last night. The cheese hack song came out many, many times. Okay, the, why? I, well, we ordered pizza and Coco was there. So Coco was looking for the cheese tacks. Is this song fresh off the Skrillex? Yes. It's a it's a TikTok audio that I think you've heard before when we've been watching TikTok and you're like, get this away from me. <laughs> you got it. That sounds like cheese tacks. Yeah. Every time he's cooking. Back to the story. I'm actually shout out to all my lost boys. I'm actually feeling a little bit more not the asshole here. I am going to put a caveat in and say that I do not like this man's tone. Oh, okay. yeah. Not to sound like a mother, but dude, I don't know. Like, I just the vibes are bad. This quote, I continued working on my very important stuff and made dinner. Like, get off your high horse. Yeah, it's true. You're in academia. It's not that important. Oh, I <laughs> forgot about that whole um, aspect of the story. But yeah, I you study Hegel, YTA. <laughs> I think I went back to staring at my framed picture of Hegel. Oh my God. <laughs> I think that it was actually considerate to be like, no, I won't fry these now because then they will be cold by the time she gets home. And then she would have had cold food. And then she would have maybe also been upset because the fruit was cold. I think 
If you want your boyfriend to have dinner ready when you get home, you can ask. You can ask. Hey, I can ask. You could say, I'm going to be home around seven. Can you whip something up for me really quick? I'm feeling really hungry and I don't feel like taking care of it. You can't then like come home and get mad because you didn't make me dinner when he didn't know when she was going to get home and he didn't know what she would want. I want the schnitzel. (laughs) (laughs) She's a schnitzel woman. Okay, let's take a little... Yeah. Trip down comment lane. Oh. Top comment right here, which has almost 10,000 upvotes. <laughs> Sorry, I burped directly into the microphone. <laughs> like a savage. Like a savage animal. Top comment right here, which has almost 10,000 upvotes, which is a lot. You're the asshole. One, if you were still eating when she got home, then the others wouldn't have been cold. Two, wash the damn pan so she could make more. Three, you seriously had the nerve to ask for a bite of her food? Yeah, yeah. you're the asshole. <laughs> Is this an everyone sucks? I really don't think so. I think that that top comment has gone for the jugular for absolutely no reason. As discussed, he didn't know when she was coming home, so he couldn't have known that the food would still be warm. And second, as we've explored here, because I brought up the pan thing, if she was also making schnitzel, use the same pan and potentially the same oil. Yeah. Yeah. The it, bite thing is hilarious. The, the bite, bite, the bite is, thing is hilarious. Like to me, it's not like an asshole or a not asshole. It's just funny. Yeah. Clearly this man just did not understand how upset she was. <laughs> it's so and just walked in and just was like, oh yeah, can I make a little nibble of that? Uh, a nibble? Just a nibble. It's fine. It's just a nibble. <laughs> I love how shocked he is as well when he, she's like, she wouldn't even <laughs> give me a bite. It's like, true. Ooh, how do we feel about he should have just given her the schnitzel he was eating and made another one for himself? That would be simp behavior, and I don't appreciate it. As a Sigma <laughs> male myself. <laughs> um, Simpma male. This one. Simpma actually. <laughs> I'm actually dying at how much people have to say about the bite. The bite of 87. Yes. Um. This one. Sorry, but I'll have to give you a YTA. You were fine until I asked her if I could take a bite too. That is a selfish thing to ask after you didn't at least try to fry up the other two for her. If it would have gotten cold, I'm sure she wouldn't have minded heating them back up. Says who? Yeah, it's a fried food. Was she throwing that in the microwave? It's going to get soggy, you fool. You absolute clown. Like I... You clawed. And he didn't know when she was going to be home. (laughs) It's so funny. Sorry. And then this comment, this comment has two more edits. Edit. So it has come to my attention that you even put the pan you used in the sink. That makes you even more of an asshole. (laughs) She could have used that pan to make her food since you weren't considerate enough to do it. And on top of her having to make her own food, she would have had to clean the pan because you couldn't do that much. Edit number two. (laughs) So it also came to my attention that she always either cooks when she gets home from work or y'all cook together when she gets home. What was stopping you from helping her out this once? She was coming home from work through this very bad weather. It's not hard to be nice and help your partner. Oh, my God. This is the biggest mountain out of the smallest molehill. (laughs) It is like such a small part of the story and people are just going at it. It's so funny. I'm going to give a YTA to that commenter. Your sentence is get a life. Um Second, I'm going to come to his defense real quick on the bite. How dare you? What if what she ordered was really good? <laughs> like, what if what it was if, like a better schnitzel? Could have been chicken spaghetti from Chicolini's. <laughs> Sloppy steak. Sloppy steak. Yeah. You never know. People are talking all about she could have microwaved them to heat them up an hour later. I think clearly this person, I th- so agree with you, Gabby. This is a case of hanger. Then what if she's like, oh, you made me food and then it just got cold. We don't know if she wouldn't have been just equally pissed about that. I think so. She's like, you washed the pan. I could have used that pan. Like, I think (laughs) this was someone who was in a rough mood. She had a rough day. I think whatever she found when she got home was going to be frustrating. 
again, this is, the, I mean, this is basically fan fiction. Like, I'm right, just making things right. up. I'm projecting as a, as a known hangry but person. everyone is, proje- I've never seen people project more in a story. Like, <laughs> this is so funny. Oh my God. Okay. I think no assholes here. I think no assholes here. I think this seems like the thing where tomorrow she'll be like, hey, I'm sorry. I, yesterday was a rough day and I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I also think no assholes here. We are in the stark minority for that. Almost, <laughs> almost every single comment I see is. Oh, my boy. Is you're the asshole. What have they done to my boy? <laughs> Getting lit my, up, my, dude. My schnitzel, man. Oh. oh, my God. Should we give our verdict? Yeah. Yeah. No assholes. Wait. No assholes. <laughs> Wait. Can I say one more? Always. So he mentioned he was in academia. Someone commented, what research are you doing that's so important you can't stop for five minutes to fry two schnitzels? Will it save lives or revolutionize the world? Are you so close to solving an unsolved equation that those two minutes could cost you a Nobel Prize? His response is, there's no Nobel Prize for mathematicians. <laughs> That's all he has to say about this. Pwned, owned, destroyed, obliterated. No, absolutely. And this commenter is unhinged. Yes. What, who cares about what yours? What's your job, asshole? Yeah. <laughs> As if what you're doing is so fucking important. Dude, he's frying schnitzels. That's the most important <laughs> job. <laughs> oh, my God. Not no assholes. I'm sorry. I, I can I read? I'm going to read one more. You're the asshole for not driving to pick up your girlfriend, making her walk home through a storm. This guy just comments, I don't have a car. People are so fucking what stupid. Is, what is he supposed to do? Dude, you have a girlfriend and no car? <laughs> YTA. Now, now that I think about it, I think she's the asshole, actually, because ladies, if your man <laughs> is always talking about what he wants, sitting on his broke ass... And hanging out the side of his best friend's ride trying to holla at you. That's not your man. That's a scrub. <laughs> I nearly spit out my car. <laughs> oh my God. We got a real live spit take on this audio podcast. Nothing better than a spit take. <laughs> okay. Nope. That wasn't a spit take. That was a horse. Was a horse. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> do you do like a clip clop noise? Can we get some live folly? <laughs> Whoa there, boy. Okay, let's get into the story. Oh, there, dolly. Let's Is this get- our new fishing segment? <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the story okay. before you all collectively yes, lose our minds. This story has been bothering me. This blew up on Reddit about a year ago. Okay. Vintage. So adorable. We didn't exist a year ago, though, so now it's our turn. And it's been bothering people online. It's been bothering me. I haven't stopped thinking about it since I read it. (laughs) And if I have to be haunted by it, so do you guys. Oh, sure. So, am I the asshole for cleaning out the fridge without telling my husband? My husband brought home a metal box that he- Is he a yogurt collector? (laughs) Yeah, it's very that. Sorry. Huh, okay. okay. My husband brought home a metal box that he checks on often during the day when it's in the fridge. When asked about it, he said it contains freshly picked olives that his friend Jason, in quotes, got from his uncle's farm and wanted the husband to keep till he gets back from his business trip. What? I had no problem with him keeping it safe at the bottom of the fridge. My husband always asked me to be cautious with the box and not open it as it'd be rude to touch other people's stuff. Yesterday, I decided to clean out the fridge, which took me about two hours from unplugging the fridge, emptying all the items, groceries, vegetables, and containers, and washing and cleaning out the inside of it and letting it settle before plugging it back in. Also, can she come to ours? That sounds so thorough. That would be great, yeah. I took the box my husband brought out of the fridge and placed it on the kitchen island alongside other containers. While I was working, I received a video call via WhatsApp from my husband while at work feeling bored, and he asked what I was doing. I showed him I was cleaning out the fridge and he suddenly freaked out and asked about the metal box. I was confused, so I told him to calm down and showed him where the box was. He got mad, telling me I shouldn't have cleaned out the fridge nor even touched the box without telling him. 
I again tried to ask him to calm down as I saw no big deal. His precious box was safe and sound, but he went on to rant about how the box needs to be put back in the fridge immediately and told me to plug the fridge in right then, but I couldn't because it was still wet and I wasn't finished cleaning it. Apparently, I pissed him off by stalling and he hung up. 30 minutes later, he came home and pitched a hissy fit saying I should have picked a time where he was home to clean out the fridge so he could take the box somewhere else to keep it cool. I said, so what? It was sitting out of the fridge for barely two hours. Olives can stand being outside of the fridge for a much longer period. He said, I don't get it. And took the box and left with it. I asked where he was taking it and he said he needed to go back to work. He had no time to explain. I shrugged the whole thing off, but he came back in the evening with it and put it inside the fridge and complained about me complaining again. I wonder if I messed up. He usually doesn't get mad unless I've really messed up. So I think I have. Am I the asshole? What's in the box? What's, yeah, it's not olives. What the fuck is in this box? Oh, uh, what's in the box? I don't care about the am I the asshole at all. Right. What's in the box? Do, do we do we find out? No. It's a woman's no! head. No. This was a year a ago. Head. This was a year ago. It's a woman's head. There's no update ever. It's a woman's head. The account is now deactivated. She's dead. Like maybe. He's killed someone or his friend killed someone and there's a trophy in that box or it's like yellow cake uranium. Oh my gosh, we have some yellow cake after this. We can do that, yeah. Not uranium for the NSA. This is Betty Crocker yellow cake. And it's yummy. It is yummy. I I actually can't believe this. Not the asshole, by the way. We're all in agreement. Oh my God. Oh yeah. I, I think easy hands down, not the asshole. I would be shocked if there was any comment that disagreed with that. Yeah, they're like, you touched his special box. How dare you? You should have trusted that he said that there was olives in there. He has to check on the olives multiple times a day. And his friend, how long has his friend been on a business trip? Also, why can't he just leave them in his own fridge while he goes out of town? Also, someone commented, they're like, hello, I know things about olives. (laughs) Like, I don't know if they're like a grocer or something. An olive expert? Olive man with an olive plan. Um, He said olives can be left out for six to eight months. As long as they're in a container. They're olives. Yeah. And she also said his friend, Jason. So I guess she doesn't know who this friend is. There is no friend. There is no, yeah. You're dating a serial killer. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 there's edits like from the poster? From the poster. The first one is more. just, I know he's being overprotective, but he always asks like this when someone asks him to keep an item safe for them, like car parts or furniture. Second of all, no, I haven't seen the olives for myself. I haven't opened the box because I didn't think I'd have to. But he tends to be overprotective of his friend's belongings, so I didn't give it much thought. The second edit is just about how she unplugs the fridge to clean it, which, like, I don't think she should have to be defensive about. No, she shouldn't, but could you read that? Because I don't know how to do that. But, yeah, we never find out what's in the box. When you said, I want this story to haunt you, too, I mean, I thought it was going to be something hilariously haunting, like the yogurt man or something, which I do think about on a daily basis. (laughs) What's in the box? I'm 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 going to think about this for the rest of my life. There's no updates. We no. never we never get any information. Did you say anything in the comment? Like no. I'm so overwhelmed by this. No, I'm I'm me? furious. To be fair, there was a lot of red flags prior to all of this, the the fridge cleaning going down that she should have picked up on, maybe. For example, why did he say like don't open the box? Why did he check on it multiple times a day? Last time I had some olives in the fridge, I did not need to check on them multiple times a day. They are olives. Why did the friend who's on the business trip need the olives be like looked after the olives are not Bob? Yeah. And this this commenter is also making a really good point that like, how often is he watching furniture and car parts for people? Have you it met is weird. That's weird yeah, too. I didn't want to say it, but those are other trophies for sure from his spree killing. Yeah. So your adult husband often holds random boxes for people that you're not allowed to see. None of this seems suspicious or odd. NTA, delete Facebook, lawyer up, hit the gym. 
<laughs> I also loved this post. Guaranteed it's olives now. Definitely was not olives before he left the house with the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, yeah, not the asshole. However, case very much open. The case is so open. The case yeah. could not be more closed. She's dead. He murdered her. The- and it's like a throwaway account. Like we will never, we will never get any resolution. It's now deleted. Um, oh, the person with the olive qualifications is Greek. They just said, I'm Greek. Olives can be out for six to eight months. I, I kind of love when people in the Reddit comments come in and like with their sources for how they, how they know things. Like the person who was like, I'm from Florida and we have never had a pineapple chocolate chunk cake. And I'm like, yeah, great. Love that. So I actually have a story that I wasn't going to read because it's just a little weird. But okay. now that you've read the olive story, I've got my own version of the olive story. And I don't know if I can emotionally handle this. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about this olive woman for the next eight to ten business years. <laughs> my girlfriend buried all my beans in the woods and won't tell me where, causing a fight between us. Dude, who let Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk make a Reddit account? So, Did you trade a cow for him? <laughs> is this Dwight Schrute? <laughs> this is Moe's. <laughs> who let Moe's on Reddit? So this was posted April 7th, 2020. <laughs> so this is... Oh my God. This is another vintage. This is a vintage and it's a fine vintage of COVID doomsday preppers. Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah, this is like this a is- month into the pandemic. With all that is going on, we have stocked up on supplies, including some canned goods. I ordered a few weeks ago, 30 cans of beans, 10 are black beans, 10 are kidney beans, and 10 are pink beans. Pink beans? Cute. I didn't know that I could still be shocked by a type of bean pink beans what are those i don't know jamie pulled that up also i ordered 15 cans of chickpeas i thought this is a reasonable amount of beans and chickpeas to have every now and then and would last for quite some time yeah however last night i opened the cabinet because i wanted to make a vegetarian chili using two cans of beans but all of the beans were gone what the hell I asked my girlfriend and she told me she buried all of the beans in the woods. At first, I thought she was joking, but she explained, no, she had buried the beans in the woods. (laughs) What the fuck? That's not an explanation. Wait, like in the cans? Yeah. Like she tried tried to to plant plant them. them. No, she in the cans. Okay. Okay. I asked her to explain and she told me she was afraid that if things get bad, we might have to worry about looters or whatever and that the beans would be in danger of being stolen. (laughs) I said I thought this was completely ridiculous and unlikely. She became very angry with me and said she is protecting our beans. (laughs) According to her logic, the beans are safely buried in the woods behind our apartment complex. No! And if we ever need... apartment building? It's not even like their backyard. It's It's just like a lot. In my head, they were like on a farm. They're in an apartment building. So like, is this in like the communal garden? If we ever need some beans, she will go to the stash and dig up a can or two would prefer if we save them all for if things get worse. Oh my god. I said, why only bury the beans? Why not bury our more valuable items? She said that canned food was most valuable for long-term means, and that since we get fresh food in our online grocery deliveries, it would make more sense to continue to stockpile beans. She (laughs) intends to go bury more beans in the woods every week. Yes! This was too insane for me, and I got very upset. I demanded to know where the beans were buried, and she refused (laughs) to tell me. She said, if I knew, she was afraid I'd dig them up. I said, damn right I would. I think it is completely ridiculous to bury the beans in the woods and I want to find them and dig them up. But apparently my girlfriend is taking this very seriously. How can I convince her to tell me where the beans are? And do you think I should convince her to get therapy or something? Or should I break up with her? So confused. Is this normal for a girlfriend to bury beans or otherwise hide them? (laughs) 
r slash relationship advice. <laughs> Who here has experience of their girlfriend burying beans? <laughs> How can I reason with her? <laughs> you cannot. My dude, she's she's like long gone. Honestly, like very much. This woman is not the asshole. She's gatekeeping her beans and I respect her. Oh he bought God. the beans. Okay, so then she stole them and now she's gatekeeping them, which is so girl boss of her. She's definitely gaslighting. <laughs> she's gaslight, gatekeep, and girl boss. She's like, what beans? I don't know what you're talking about. We never had beans here. I don't know what you're saying. An update two days later. Oh my God, I don't know if I can handle it. The following day, I tried to put my foot down and I'm not usually a foot downer, but there are rare issues where compromise is out of the question. And I foolishly decided this is one of those issues. Not foolish. I demanded to know where the beans were buried and I told her if she was going to bury beans I paid for in the woods that I would move out. We fought about it and I kept insisting. In hindsight, I should have just let it go and created my own hidden stash of beans in the apartment. <laughs> should have <laughs> no given, that's the solution more bean hiding <laughs> <laughs> given her a uh, time to cool down about this bean burying scenario but i blew it out of proportion yeah it's weird to bury beans in the woods but why did i have to press it I'm such a twat. what's the harm at the end of the day in the grand scheme of things but i kept demanding her to take me to the beans <laughs> or at least draw a map or something and finally she broke up with me over the she beans. She prioritized the beans. Over the beans. Look, my girl has parameters. <laughs> she will not break. I had been intimate this week. I have lost the love of my life because I couldn't let the damn beans go. It's not your fault, dude. Like, oh my I, God. Dude, man, I can guarantee you this man is just simply like fine now and looks back at this and is like, wait, what the fuck was that? I wish we could like add in a tweet. You know that, that BBC article that's been going around that's like, COVID pandemic was shown to not have that many mental health consequences. <laughs> People were burying their beans, everyone. Once again, the part that really gets me is that this is behind an apartment complex. So this is in like an urban area. Yeah. This is not in the woods. I like the idea that all of the neighbors are just watching out their windows like, oh yeah, it's, it's the dirt patch woman again. <laughs> she goes bitch. outside, uh, like digs a hole, pulls out two cans of beans. Oh my God. One of the top comments is, I will never jeopardize the beans is up there with the Iranian yogurt is not the issue here. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this is like hall of fame. We found yeah. our people. It's so funny because like, I don't know. Were you guys quite on this level during COVID? Cause I was like, I was close to burying beans. Absolutely I, not. Not even close. Yeah. Yes. But like, I need you all to know that like I would do a lot for beans. <laughs> um, but like i mean i so i i spent covid uh, living on a farm i panic bought a bunch of chickens because, <laughs> because live chickens yes i really think my favorite line from this is i asked her to draw, to draw me a map <laughs> yeah it's like a little treasure to the bean hole <laughs> i like that he was like well i was just gonna make some veggie chili with two cans of beans yeah. And all the beans were gone. Drop the recipe, my guy. I want a where are they now special so badly. I want to know what the bean girl's doing. I want to know if she's like normal now. No, she's not. Because she was not normal before this happened. <laughs> it's so it's so beautiful early lockdown. Yeah, I think in terms of like verdict on this story, I think like everyone is stressed here. It's so early pandemic. It really is just so funny. Yeah, it's like everyone's in lockdown here. Like I, I kind of can't give a verdict. This man is not the asshole. No, definitely not. I want him to go to like start a support group with the yogurt girlfriend. I want them to get married. Oh my God. Yeah. 
and just buy reasonable foods forever. Just like buy reasonable foods in normal amounts and never stockpile. This is like one of the few people that can be like, dude, my ex was crazy. Because normally that's like such a red flag for me and men. This person can say that their ex was crazy. I agree. I'm going to get a slice of yellow cake, I think. Does anyone want a slice of yellow cake? I'll take some yellow cake. Do we want to do another story? I've got one if we want to do another. I think we can do one more. This one's a short one. Is yellow cake that loud of a food to eat? Do you hear we were talking with Arky at brunch and he thought it was called the girdle toss, not the garter toss. Oh my God. I'm so pro girdle toss. Yeah, that's fine. Better than the grundle toss. Welcome back from the yellow cake break. Am I the asshole for crocheting around my boyfriend? No, no. (laughs) It depends. Was it like during a funeral or something? (laughs) Did you like crochet him into like a little cocoon? Yeah, during, in the middle of sex, I decided to pull out my yarn and was just like, you know what? This seems like a great time to do it. No. Yeah, some guys are probably into that. I am a crochet stan. I, 24 female, was at my boyfriend's house, 29 male. We were watching our usual shows, but I recently became very interested in crocheting. I can multitask very easily, and I was crocheting while we had something on. My boyfriend said it was rude to ignore him and the show, but I was paying attention. I told him I was still watching the show, but he said I was a selfish asshole for crocheting during our time together oh my god i wasn't ignoring him like he claims am i the asshole update this morning i asked why he cared so much about if i was crocheting or not and his answer was along the lines of stop bringing up the past you're looking for a fight which i wasn't this is what he always says when i try to talk about anything he doesn't like i haven't thought much of it before and blame myself but if he can't even engage in a civil conversation this is not my fault okay fuck him but i hate him yeah break up with him yeah he sucks did she break up with him uh, no, no, but she says I'm going to keep cro- crocheting and considering ending this relationship for good. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a good idea. Um, we don't need men. We need crafts. Yes. I also like, I really think it depends on the person. Like I do a lot of fiber arts and I cross stitch or like knit or something during a lot of things. It does just depend on the person. If she is fully just like, this is our time together and I'm just going to do my own thing over here and like not pay attention. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But she very clearly said, oh, I was just multitasking and I was doing this while watching the show and like hanging out with him, which is totally fine. Yeah. And I find this sometimes because I also like crochet almost exclusively like while watching TV or like listening to a podcast. I don't just like sit and have dedicated time because it's not like that engaging of an activity. It's kind of just no. something to do with your hands. And I find it helps me actually stay present and concentrate on what I'm watching more. I think if it was genuinely a problem for him, there's other ways that he could have brought it up. I can understand why he would be like, hey, when we're hanging out, I would like if you focused your attention on me if this was like an ongoing issue. But I think just being like, you're a selfish asshole. And then if she's like, hey, can we talk about this? He's like, no. Uh, Sorry, stop bringing up the past, Gabby. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I don't like this guy. Yeah, this guy's bad vibes. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say NTA. NTA. Strong, not the asshole and also break up with him. Yeah. I'm not going to give the title on this one. Backstory. Me and my boyfriend were on a holiday in Tenerife a few months ago. We were at an all-inclusive resort and we were standing in one of the shops in the lobby where you can buy snacks and stuff. A very posh British man walked in with his 12-ish year old son and they were looking around the shop. They went over to where the crisps were and the boy seemed very interested in the Pringles. The father then asked him in a very cutesy, possibly over the top for his age voice, do you want some poingies for the room? (laughs) The dad, sorry, the dad did The dad did. Okay. Me and my boyfriend found this quite funny. The first few days were fine. We were both joking about it and kept repeating it to each other as it was a funny way to refer to Pringles, especially as the man was talking to his son like he was a baby. This was at the start of our two-week holiday. He didn't stop saying, do you want some poingies for the room for the whole two weeks we were on holiday? 
He would literally say it at least once a minute. What? He would even torment me by starting a sentence completely unrelated and then finishing with, do you want some poingies for the room? As some sort of sick punchline. It's now been over three months since we've returned and he will not stop saying, do you want some poingies for the room? It is driving me insane. I've begged him to stop, but he honestly thinks I'm just playing along with his joke. I can't have a serious conversation with him because he always manages to slip in, do you want some poingies for the room? This is a five-year-long relationship. It was absolutely fine up until this point. This is the man I wanted to spend the rest of my life with, but now I don't even want to see him because I'm afraid he will say, do you want some poinkies for the room? I am now refusing to talk to him unless he stops. I'm honestly afraid he will say he's going to stop, but just carry on. Am I blowing this out of proportion? Am I the asshole? Is this man okay? I think it's a very interesting situation. I think it's like low-key and info-required sort of situation and the question I'd want to know the answer to is Murray when I come on the show will you introduce me as Joker <laughs> <laughs> you bitch you gotta so, give some context there for the listeners I'm just gonna cut that I think <laughs> so this is kind of an interesting topic that I think we've all run into which is like when has a bit run its course and like when has a joke gone too far they're kind of just separate questions but the, I'm the thing is I think for the most part you just kind of know like you can kind of just you should know, yeah. Feel it? Like, I don't think there is a set time, and I think that some bits can, like, last for a lot longer. I cannot think of anything, though, that is funny when said once a minute. No. Absolutely not. I do think it's really funny for everyone else oh, that yeah. this is happening to her. Yeah. I think that she needs to tell him to stop, and the fact that she's worried that he might not anyways He's kind of a red flag. Just in like, he's a child. If he still thinks that the joke is funny, he's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, see, this is the thing. It It's kind of funny to be the person taking the bit too far for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There yeah. are some bits of yours in particular, Ryan, that drive <laughs> me up the wall. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about, Murray. Oh, my God. <laughs> If you said it in a South African accent, I'd have to come over there and hit you. I think, well, she said, like, I keep telling him to stop, but he thinks it's part of the bit. Right. Like, that I don't, doesn't make sense. I don't think this dude's a bad guy. I think he <laughs> just doesn't have good table manners, social understanding of like that, too. Yeah. like It's it's not funny. And yeah, it does seem like he just thinks that her asking him to stop is part of the bit. Like, I believe that doesn't make him a bad person. But like, my God, dude. Calm down. It's a personality defect. <laughs> um, you got to get new material for sure. Dude, I can imagine though. It is one of those things where like you're on vacation and you kind of have the, the sillies mm -hmm. and you hear someone drop a poingies. I would lose my mind. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. the inception of the joke makes perfect sense. And I actually even think that the two weeks, it's maybe a little over the top. Yeah. But when you've got the vacation sillies. You can maintain that the whole time. That oh, yeah. is okay. Oh, yeah. As soon as you leave, that's when the in-jokes need to go back home. You know? Like, they are vacation yeah. sillies. And you can't take the vacation sillies into real life. Yeah, and you could drop it, like, a year later. And you're like, oh, my God, yeah, right. that was so funny. Right. But, like, it sounds like they're staying in it all-inclusive. You're, it's hot. You're, like, a low level of drunk, like, kind of all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're, you're sipping the strawberry daiquiris. And someone drops up poingies. Write that down, write that down! <laughs> I'd be pissing my pants. It's, it's so good. It's, yeah, very it's good. monumental. It's mm -hmm. Very, very good. Mm -hmm. We're all in agreement that it's not a bad joke inherently. <laughs> but he, yeah. He's taking it too far. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. And I also don't think he's a bad guy. 
He might be. He might be. <laughs> really? I think just for not being funnier. You know what I mean? <laughs> bold of us to say, given the nature of this fucking show. But still. Yeah. yeah, I think she's not the asshole. Do you think he's the asshole? I think maybe. I would go and no assholes here. She needs to lay out in no uncertain terms that she, that this is how she is feeling to him. Be comically clear about yeah. this because this man clearly does not get it and thinks that Twingies is I can't even say it. <laughs> it feels so I'm sorry. It feels so horrible to say it. It feels like the people who say like sorry. Yeah. It's very no offense if that's you, but also maybe some. I think she genuinely needs to sit him down and be like, this is very serious. Like, I'm willing to, like, end our relationship over this. And if he's like, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize you felt that way. Like, I just really want to tell you, like, do you want some Twinkies for the room? Then, like, they gotta (laughs) end it. She walks out right there. Walks out right there. Yeah. They should get, like, an arbiter. You know what I mean? Just, like, (laughs) go into arbitration about this. Yeah. She needs like a spray bottle every time he drops like a plingies for the room. Like just <laughs> That's true. And I will admit she needs to go to couples therapy and be like, what's the issue? Like he will not stop saying, Do you want some plingies for the room? The spray bottle's kind of a good idea because once something gets locked into your vocabulary, it can be hard to shake it. Okay. I think no assholes here. I think he's the asshole. I think he might be the asshole. Just be funnier. Case closed. Hello, my lovelies. Hello, my babies. It's time for another lovely segment of Wiki Arena. Are you just everyone's dad now? Is everyone your baby? Hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Father Ryan. That's me. It's Papa Ryan. We are going to be doing a, a wonderful game of Wiki Arena. Our host today is going to be Emma because A, she's the reigning champion. Whoop, whoop. And B, uh, Gabby and I have never faced off. (laughs) The way the game works is that Emma is going to read out to us two different Wikipedia articles. And then Gabby and I are going to have to guess which one has more views or more words in it. And if we want, we can pick one article that has both. And if we get that right, we get double points. But if we choose to double down like that, then getting even one wrong means we get no points. It's pretty simple. You'll figure it out as we go. Let's go. Okay, entering from stage left, we have reigning loser. Ryan, how are you feeling? This is bullshit. We have the same record. Did I lose? We're both 0-1. I won both. Did you win both? <laughs> yeah. Did. Oh my God. Wait, okay. wait, not listening four seconds ago. I just said she's a reigning champion. I, I thought that was just because she had won the most recently. Oh my God. I don't really know yeah. these things. Okay. Coming from stage right, we have another reigning loser, Gabby. <laughs> Let's go. So this is a race for second place, basically. A race I'm going to win. <laughs> oh, fighting words are being said already. Are you both feeling ready? Are you both feeling able? I'm feeling ready and able. Gabby's feeling neither. Well, it's just because you're giving neither. Sorry. I didn't mean to like call you out, but it's just is what I could tell from across the room. All right. There's already some smack talk going down. Let's get into the game. <laughs> Round one. We have passive in parentheses song. Passive is a song by American rock band A Perfect Circle. The song, originating from the Tapeworm Side project under the title <laughs> Vacant, was. Why are you laughing at the word tapeworm, Gabby? Um, was eventually. That was my tapeworm laughing. <laughs> He's like, I love that album. The song, originating from the Tapeworm Side project under the title Vacant, was eventually recorded in the studio as Passive by A Perfect Circle around the time of the side project's demise. It was the second dot dot dot. Passive is going up against Fokker C the Eighth. Of course. The Fokker C no, it might be C dot V I I I. 
Yes. This is going up against Fokker C.VIII. The Fokker C.VIII was a reconnaissance aircraft built in the Netherlands in the late 1920s. Intended primarily for the photographic reconnaissance role, it was a larger machine than the other Fokker reconnaissance types of the period, <laughs> with space for a third crew member who acted as dot dot dot. This is the second 1920s recon airplane we've had on this show. And I'm doubling down that that's the number one spot for both <laughs> because first off, it's armaments. Armaments guys love adding stuff on Wikipedia and they love reading stuff on Wikipedia. I've never heard of a tapeworm. Get it out of here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> the rock band is called what again? A perfect circle. Never heard of them. <laughs> so Ryan seems very confident in his response. Gabby, what I do mean, you have to say? My plan was to double down on the plane as well because I feel like it'll list out like every battle it was ever used in anyone who's ever flown one there's just a lot more to say again i've never heard of this band as much as i would like to say sound silly so i think i'm going to double down as well not to like copy you but we have two people doubling down let's see passive in parentheses song is longer by about 500 words and it has more views what the no way by a lot okay um and so this is views from the last 60 days Passive has 1,636 and the Fokker C.VIII has 324. That's so, bullshit. Where are no my one. armaments boys? So what I'm getting at and is- And girlies. <laughs> thank you for being gender inclusive. Sly. So no points for either Gabby or Ryan this round. <clears throat> are we ready for round number two? Always. The score is 0-0. Zero, zero. It is anyone's game. I was born ready. First up, we have McKean County, Pennsylvania. McKean County is a rural county in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is a Commonwealth. What? Yes. Learning new things every day. As of the 2020 census, the population was 40,432. Its county seat is Smithport. The county was created in 1804 and organized dot dot dot. McKean County is up against list of Breton flags. This is a list of flags that are used exclusively in Brittany. Other flags used in Brittany, as well as the rest of France, can be found at the list of French flags. Dot, dot, dot. This is a really tough one. Take me through your thoughts. I think that the, I think both are going to be pretty small on views, but I think that the Brittany flags is going to be longer because Brittany's old as hell and it's had a ton of different rulers, a ton of different ruling families. I think there's going to be a lot of flags and a lot of coats of arms, unless they're not counting things like coats of arms because those aren't really the same. In which case, I don't know, Brittany's probably had only a few different flags. It's, as, as long as it's existed as like a modern province of France, right? Gabby, what do you have to say for yourself? I think that the county one is going to be longer and also have more views. I feel like there's a lot to say about a county. I've looked up mine and it's like, these are all of the schools in the area. These are like everyone who's on the council and like notable county residents. That is a good point. And also it's an American county. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, especially one as old as Americans that. notably right. love stuff. Yeah, so I think I am going to double down on the county. Just to make She's doubling spicy. down on county. Ryan? I'm going to throw out just that the Brittany post is longer. He's backing away from the double down. Keeping, he's playing it safe. Moment of truth, everyone. <gasps> so, McKean County, Pennsylvania has a lot more views and is longer. Let's Damn it. go! So that is a two points for Gabby situation and none for Ryan. Ryan, how are you feeling? I play better from behind. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Two points for Gabby. Sly. 
heading into round three, Gabby's currently in the lead. Brian has nothing. Brian has nothing. I don't need nothing. Round three. Who's feeling ready? I am. Me. The energy in this room. It's electric. It's electric. <laughs> They're so... <laughs> Zap. Huh. Sorry, I'm just watching this woman take like eight chain hits off her vape. Like every inhale in is an inhale of vape. And is she, she also, walking or chilling? Um, she went outside to do it. She's now walking. Good for her. Oh, I see her. Yeah, that's my girl. Oh my god! Wow, yeah, she is blasting through that thing, dude. Holy she's crap. drinking it. It's crazy. That's the longest break she's taken, dude. It's been a rough morning for her. This has been yeah. bad. She's like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> okay. First up, we have man hour. A man hour, sometimes referred to as person hour. In- <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to have gender neutrality in here. You know, it's great. A man hour, sometimes referred to as person hour, is the amount of work performed by the average worker in one hour. It is used for estimation of the total amount of uninterrupted labor required to perform a task. For example, researching and writing a college paper might dot, dot, dot. Interesting. Man hour is up against Wheatfield Soul. Theresa May enters the chat. Um, <laughs> Wheatfield Soul is the fourth studio album from the Canadian rock band The Guess Who, released in March 1969. The album is notable for being the first full-length Guess Who album to feature Burton Cummings exclusively on lead vocals without original lead singer chad allen dot 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 this one's tough uh the guess who you know they're not the biggest band ever but they they kind of went hard my dad really likes them yeah yeah you guys have heard of i've never heard of them oh absolutely yeah. oh sorry i shouldn't say it's things like, like that <laughs> i got them confused with the who for a lot of my childhood mm, you guessed which who it was and you were wrong dude i'm cindy lou who <laughs> you who gooby lou goo <laughs> gooby lou goo um but yeah, manpower. I feel like there will be a little like subsection about person hour. Um, it is. It's man hour. Yes. I, I don't know. Man hour, I feel like could be super long. You know, if it's just like a whole section on like the different codes for laws of what constitutes a man hour and how payments are handled and all this uh... sort of garbo town. This is just one album by the guess who. It's going to have track listing, which is going to be a certain amount of length to it. Production stuff. It's a, it's a 60s band, so there's probably a whole story about, like, I don't know, they did a bunch of drugs and then got lost in the woods or something before they wrote the album. It's just Daisy Jones and the Six? Uh, you know, oh possible. God. Sorry, I gotta jump back in. That woman hit her vape, like, 20 consecutive times, then went inside, like, just went back inside her home, came out, like, five minutes later with her child. <laughs> She's like, I'm going on an outing with my kid and I gotta be juiced up. Good mother, though. She didn't vape in front of the kid. No, yeah, I totally respect it, but it's... Yeah. Okay. Continue. I think Weedfield Soul has got it. I think it's going to have more views. I think people care more about 60s music than they do man hours. Sure. I don't know if it's going to be longer. I think it might be. I think they're a big enough band that there's going to be people throwing in fun facts. Yeah. And it'll be like, this was the tour. And it also said it's notable because it, I mean, I don't, there might not be much more to say about that. I'm going to say Wheatfield Soul is longer. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to double down on Wheatfield Soul. You're doubling down on Wheatfield Soul. I need the extra points. And you're saying Wheatfield Soul is longer. Yes. Okay. Guys, I've got some news for you. Oh, my God. Man Hour is both longer and has more views. Fuck. It's pretty close. It's only by a little bit. My instincts in this game are absolutely god awful. (laughs) So 
that is another round of zero points. I think you just don't have your finger on the pulse of like what normies are searching in the way that I do. You also got it wrong. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, God. I was wincing at this one. No, I don't like snakes. Oh, Oh. there's a Ah! snake in my arena. There's a photo. Dude, Allison found a snake in her apartment the other day. What the fuck? No. America's disgusting. Okay, so adding into round four. We still have Ryan on zero points and Gabby on two. How are you both feeling? Ryan. One million dollars. Do I feel like one million dollars. Do you think you can pick it up? If I didn't think I could pick it up, would I feel like one million dollars? No, I feel like you'd feel like maybe a, a nickel. Up first, we have Bitis nasicornis. Bitis nasicornis is a viper species found in the forests of West and Central Africa. This large viper is known for its striking coloration and prominent nasal, quote unquote, horns. No subspecies are currently recognized. Its common name include butterfly viper dot dot dot. Bittis nasicornis is up against Kathy Kramer. Catherine J. Kramer is an American political scientist. She's a professor in the political science department at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and director of the Morgridge Center for Public Service. Dot, dot, dot. This is tricky. This is tricky. Madison's a big school. Political science is an area where you're going to get longer articles. She's written stuff. She's advised people. Uh-huh. She's worked on campaigns, any of that. Snakes are weird. Snakes are weird, and people love to talk about snakes. Dude, people who love snakes love snakes. They go sicko mode. People are into the bittis, bittis, nasicornis. I'm going to double down on the snake. The fact that there's no subspecies means this is a risky play, because if there are subspecies, (laughs) easy. But the (laughs) fact that there aren't, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe they talk about the nose horns, and that's it. I mean, yeah, if there's no subspecies, then maybe it's just all in that one article. Exactly. Who knows? Okay. Look, not me. You're going. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Deeply against Kathy Kramer. Well, yeah. And and look, I'm following my gut, which has got a, me a, no points so far this game, but <laughs> I got to commit. I think I need to commit as well. And I'm going to commit to my girl, Kathy. Oh, are you doubling down I'm, on Kathy? I'm doubling down on Kathy. I did international relations at uni. We read a lot of like political science work. Those like abstracts or like those descriptions of papers can be long. And they, but people love to talk about themselves and their work. It would not surprise me if she had a long page. Oh, you're thinking she wrote her own Wikipedia article. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, or at least okay. she went in like fact check. She's like, that's not actually what my <laughs> paper was about. Right, right. We're heading into large potential for another round with zero points, with both of you doubling down for different people. Guys, I'm really sorry. A murder has taken place. <gasps> there has been a slaughter. Gabby has been found dead. No! This nasty cornice destroyed Kathy Kramer. Kath- Kathy Kramer is also found dead. <laughs> Kathy Kramer's on watch. It's my snack, boys. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's over twice as long and... It has had over 4,000 views in the last 60 days. Kathy Kramer has had 300. Oh, Kathy. Maybe this will learn you, Gabby. Next time, don't step on snack. Okay, (laughs) interesting. So Ryan has picked it up. He has managed to pick it up. And we have a tie going into the final round. Oh, my God. This is so spicy. Final round. It's tied. It's anyone's game. Really? Hell, yeah. For all the marbles for second place. (laughs) (laughs) For all all the marbles and you will still lose to me. But (laughs) first up, we have Slip and Slide Records. Oh my God, yeah. Slip and Slide Records is is an American record label founded in 1994 by Ted Lucas, dot, dot, dot. 
Did you also think that that would be a page of people? Yeah. yeah. Who had like record breaking slip and yeah. slide. Me too. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Yeah. yeah like longest slip and slide. Most people on one slip and slide. I was about Fuck to like you, look Ted this Lucas. up right now. Yeah. Um, you didn't got shit. <laughs> Ted Lucas, literally so annoying. Slip and slide records is up against mileage plan. Mileage plan is the frequent flyer program of Alaska Airlines. <laughs> Members, I don't know why you guys find this so funny. Um, it's really funny. It's Members accrue program, quote unquote, miles by dot, dot, dot. Oh my God, I'll never know. Which one do you guys think? Slip and slide records or mileage plan? Mileage plan has more views. Lock it in. You're, no, no discussion even needed. Nope, absolutely not. And here's why. Ted Lucas can, can go to hell. For, he, he fooled me. He tried to trick me, and and I don't respect that at all. And genuinely, I do think that mileage plan is a lot of people googling mileage plan and wanting to know what the rules are for like getting their points on Alaska Air, and then just clicking the Wikipedia article to find out about it. I yeah. think that you know personally, I'd navigate myself to the Alaska Airlines website, but you know, the Wikipedia works too. Okay, Gabby, here's my thought process. I have never heard of Slip Inside Records. Clearly, because I thought it I thought it was a very different page than it was. Honestly, that was the, it was the biggest drop in my emotional well-being was realizing that this wasn't about slip and slides. No, literally. So I don't think that it's longer or has more views. My first instinct was to say what Ryan said, which is that mileage plan has more views. But if I did that, we would tie the game. I think I think I'm just going to go full in on mileage plan. OK, moment of truth. Guys, neither one of you get any points this round. No! Uh, Slip and Slide Records is not longer, but it does have way more views. Weird. Okay. So that means that zero points are given out. You are both tied at two. Look, people like us want to know like the most people on one slip and slide. And I think I think these are all accidental views. You think honestly, what the, who are any of these people? Here, let me give you the lineup from Slip and Slide Records. Tell me. <laughs> Trick Daddy. Nope. Trina. Nope. Jay Shin. Hit Maka. <laughs> Kali, who appears to be in a mugshot. <laughs> We're tied. I'm personally unsatisfied with that. We have a tiebreaker round. Do yes. it. I apologize in advance for my pronunciation for anything here. For the tiebreaker round. First up, we have Inazuma 11 Go 2 Chronostone. Oh, classic. In what? <laughs> Inazuma 11 Go 2 Chronostone. <laughs> or... Or Inazuma 11 Go Chronostones in Europe is a role-playing video game and sports video game for the Nintendo 3DS developed and published by Level 5. It was released on December 13th, dot, dot, dot. Okay. The Inazuma 11 Go 2 Chronostone is up against the Ferrari Triptych. The Ferrari oh. Triptych, or Pissarro Triptych, is an 1488 oil-on-panel triptych painting by Giovanna Bellini. It is signed and dated 1488 on the center of the Virgin Mary's throne, though it may have taken several years to produce, meaning he started it in 1485. On the reverse is a label, dot, dot, dot. Video game has more reviews. I think that the Ferrari triptych is where it's at. I'm going to say the Ferrari triptych is longer. It's longer. Yep. So you're not doubling down. You're just going longer. I'm just saying longer. Yeah. I think the video game, I've never heard of this game in my entire life. Nope. I think that this one is a short article with not that many views. All right, I'm going to say it has more views. People love games. You're gonna I don't know what any games are. This could be very well known. 
It's all the same to me. So for clarity, no one's doubling down here. No. Nope. You're going that the Inazuma 11 go-to chronostone has more. I, it's I have my to, favorite. I'm legally game. obliged to say the full name. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're saying that one has more views. Yes. Ryan is saying the Ferrari triptych has more views. Is longer. Is longer. Okay. I'm nervous. Let's see. We could both be right. We could both be right. We yeah. could both be wrong. It's a slaughter. The Inazuma 11 go-to chronostone is both longer and has more views. Damn. Let's go. Meaning Gabby gets one point. Ryan gets zero. Gabby has come out on top this round. The Ferrari triptych has 392 views. The Inazuma 11 go-to chronostone has 2,391. Let's go. So there is, yeah, it's pretty intense. Honestly, I would have guessed the Ferrari triptych just based on the fact that I was an art history major and Wikipedia for paintings was mm. Oh, God damn it. The, the, the video game is a video game of an anime series. I thought it, it was going to be something that was big in a country that is not our country. So final score, Gabby has three points. Ryan has two. Ryan, anything anything to say to your fans in the audience right now? Uh, Gabby lucks out again. What? Gabby, anything to say to your fans in the audience? <laughs> That's it? <laughs> <laughs> A classically rousing Gabby yeah. speech. Yeah, you know me. Okay, fans, Gabby hates you. No! <laughs> Thank you all for joining Wiki Arena. I hope you learned a lot. I know we did. Well, with that absolute fucking shambles of a victory, I'd say that's about our time on the show. <laughs> Before we go, though, what I'd like to know from both of you is what you learned this week. Okay. No, that was too, like, sing-song. I didn't like it. Is what did you learn this week? <laughs> Can you keep all of that in? Sure. Um... We have like 18 Am I the We had so stories. many things that we learned, but classic Gabby can't even I, think of what she's I learned. Think actually, she won fucking Wiki Arena, son of a bitch. <laughs> I think more important. I should have won. My haters are my motivators. I should have won. You hate me because you ain't me. You stole the election. <laughs> Nasty woman. Lock her up. No! For me, what's more important than what did I learn is what did I not learn? And it's what was in the box. Oh my God, yeah. It's what was in the box. Because anything that I learned this episode is completely, does not matter because I don't know what's in that fucking box. I know what's in the box. No, you don't. Cans of beans. Oh my God. Look, I learned a lot of things this episode. I feel like we really just went on like a wild ride with like a we lot did. of stories a great game, and it really just left me wondering, do you want some Pwingies for the room? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what did you learn? Gabby sucks at Wiki Arena. No, I don't. That's what I learned. I think we need to play nice. Um, Ryan, say something that you like about Gabby. When she leaves. <laughs> Ryan, hate to see me go, love to watch me leave. Let's look at that statement. Maybe think about why that wasn't actually something nice about Gabby mm, and right. why that might have actually been hurtful to Gabby. Do you okay. want to try again? I'll try again. Say something nice about Gabby. Uh-huh. My favorite thing about Gabby are the pauses in between her sentences. <laughs> the brief moments of joy. <laughs> okay. We're going to give up on that. Anyways. <laughs> I learned about beans. I really did. I just didn't know they were so valuable. And pink. And pink. And they're pink. That's true. Um, with that, that wraps up the show. 
If you guys want to stay in touch, we'd love to have you follow us on our Instagram. It's what.tfpodcast. You can go there for inconsistent posting, courtesy of yours truly. Also, um, it's just lovely. <laughs> you should go there. I want to go to there. We will be back in two weeks with another fabulous episode of your favorite podcast that you put on while you're doing other stuff. But before you go. But before you go. Girls. Girls. Hey. What? Boils. I feel like I'm being talked down to from a high school teacher being like, girls. What's your favorite musical? <laughs> That's such a hard question. My God. That was. <laughs> She's like hyperventilating. <laughs> Should we do a musical episode of this podcast? We could do that, yeah. Where we sing everything that we... Yeah. 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 Am I the asshole for hiding beans from my boyfriend in the yard? Will you make me a map to the beans? (laughs) Fuck no, you don't deserve a map to the beans. (laughs) One bean more. (laughs) Another bean, another destiny. This never-ending road to all the beans. Sorry, I really went hard. With that. What, what's the scum? What are the what are the scumbag lyrics? That's in that song. You know who I'm talking about? Like a little, um, sc- a little scrap, a little tease, little fucking pickpocket them. You know what I'm saying? Like when they're the hell in a bottom Carter. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Um, cut your message. It's a free for all. No one claps for Russell Crowe when he comes out. Anyways, okay.